Nobody in Memphis knew what I knew for a variety of reasons. Welcome to the Keith Easterwood Show. Keith is a nationally known basketball expert whose fingerprint is all over college and AAU basketball. And this show is where Keith will tell all the unfiltered craziness that he has witnessed through his years. GP, say a cuss word. I can, I can say motherfucker in front of a bitch, I guess. Nothing is off limits. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up. I'm attention deficit hyperactive disorder. That was too much shit for me to deal with, and I'm like, no. I'm going to tell you that attention deficit hyperactive disorder is very real, plausible. You can touch it. You know what my favorite part about this time of year is? Sweater weather. Leaves on the ground and threes from downtown, baby. That's right. For some, it's fall season, but for the rest of us, it's ball season. Pro and college ball are tipping off, and there's no better way to feel a part of the action anywhere you live in the country and have a stake in the game with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little, which we all do, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big games, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Either way, if you're going to bet the season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win than us. The NBA is back and in action. It's time for you to turn your attention from carving pumpkins in the crazy year of basketball that we're going to have ahead of us. The offseason was especially eventful this year with all the trades, all the movement, all the recruiting. Use your basketball knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. Uh, it's the Teddy Bear one on Twitter. And that cat been wearing me out. Um... To the point, people started really killing him and making him, uh, make, making fun of him because he wanted me to just go on Twitter and be a hundred percent behind Penny and James Wiseman, which I am. This hurts me. I'm not a journalist. I'm a sucker who got a break and went on the radio with Otis Jackson doing the Adidas Day. Otis daughter had sickle cell. He didn't show up one day, and it's probably the worst hour of radio in the history of mankind. I hyperventilated through the whole show, but it. It's, it's springboarded me into other things. So, you know, as you know, the NCAA, they ruled Wiseman, James Wiseman, number one player in America, eligible in May. They came back. And to be fair with everybody, Penny in Memphis, you know, or to Memphis people, compliance, they owned up. Yeah, the kid was a 10th grader. I helped his family move to Memphis. Now, I helped families get jobs. I helped power get turned on. I didn't have a, the money he had to do what he did, but, you know, at the time, Tubby's the coach in Memphis. Nobody knew Penny was going to be the coach. That wasn't the grand plan. And, and James Wiseman has verbalized it himself. Had he, and, I, and I talked to the Florida State staff, we've had Stan Jones on with us, that had he not selected Memphis, if Tubby was still in Memphis, James Wiseman would have gone to Florida State. You say, well, why Florida State? Well, if you're a young black male, without a um, a male figure in your household. Leonard Hamilton is special. I've been around Leonard since he started resurrecting the Miami program. I sat with him in New Jersey at the ABC basketball camp. Um, it's a hotel lobby, and I, I tell this story, and people think it's crazy. Sonny got, I, we, I got the players there. Sonny gets in my room. I get on the elevator. Door starts to close and reopen. There's Mike Krzyzewski. Bobby Knight, 
Lou Dawson and Tommy Amager. I'm a church coach. You, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, but I just happened to know the guys I coached when they were little. They grew up in five of them that year. You know, we're top 100 in America. So we got them to, to camp. But when they got on, I'm like, what the hell? I didn't get myself. So I got off the elevator because I was really – so I stood there. I'm like, holy Jesus. So I went and sat down. Leonard was on the phone, whatever. And I'm setting categories from me. He said, hey, I'm Leonard Hanson. And I said, hey, man, my guy Stan Jones is coming with you. So now we had a bond. And he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm hustling players for Sonny. And then he said, let me tell you what you just got yourself into. And he was straight to the point, nothing illegal, nothing whatever. He's like, he said, either you're going to be the most hated man or the most loved man. He said, but, uh, you know, and at one point, um, and Leonard's always been in my corner, but when Wisen said Florida State to the, to the commenter, it made a lot of sense. Some people thought it was going to be Kentucky. You know, a lot of people make stuff in their, up in their mind and, and go figure and whatever. But um, so here's what I got from talking to Babin and Fishman, who unfortunately I know them professionally through basketball and then through some things that went on my ex-wife. I knew them in a way I didn't want to know them. $2,500 to walk into the lobby. Um, so I think Judge Evans will give the restraining order on the 18th. Wiseman will fly to Oregon and play. And then it's incumbent upon the NCAA do they want to, how they want to continue this. They had to tread cautiously because if they make the wrong move, they could be held in contempt of court. They probably try to get in the federal court. What I've been told is the docket, Alex, in federal courts are backed up. So conceivably the kid could play the whole year. NCAA does not like to lose. They can be vindictive. They can be arbitrary and capricious. You know, do we do we win a national championship, make sweet team, sweet, you know, do they strip us or whatever? But if they do, like last time with Sherry Lipman and the people who were handling it, R.C. Johnson, I don't think Memphis is going to walk away at the end of the day without some type of fight, some type of lawsuit. You know, make it ugly for the NCAA. Um, so we'll see. It hurts me. It hurts me for the kid. He didn't know about any money transpiring. You're going to punish him. I guess there's no way to punish the mom. Um, Penny donated money to the university ah. in 2008. So, I, I, you know, where it's going to go, I don't know. I'm like, everybody well, else. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're. Watch. I'm glad they're fighting it, and here's why: because Penny Hardaway coached these kids in a in a grassroots level, coached them on a high school level, and then right. became their their college coach. This is nothing nothing shady about that. I mean, who, who do you want James Wiseman to go play for if you can't play for Penny Hardaway? Hey, if you're the NCAA, do you really not want? What could be, I mean, this is one of the best basketball I've seen. I mean, I've got Grizzlies season tickets been going for years, so we see the best players come in, and, and we've seen some great college players. James Wiseman had the entire crowd in a gasp the entire game, that first game against uh, those bums they ran out there and played South Carolina State. And that's, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point was that they could throw, Alex Lomax could throw the ball at the, at the shot clock, and he could go up and grab it and throw it down. Right. You saw everybody saw that. I mean, it, it led sports center the next day. 
and then they're going to take all this away. They're going to take this kid's star away. If he was playing at Duke or Kentucky, and I hate to bring, bring this mindset to it, but at what point does it feel like you're just constantly trying to take a crap on Memphis? Say, well, Memphis, you can't have nice things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Alex, I've well, you know, everything, most of it on Twitter. Oh, Calipari turned them in. This guy turned them in. I don't believe none of that. This was a deal that's been going on for a long time. Um, I've gone. They ruled the kid eligible. They said he could play. Yeah, no, yeah, right, right. I've walked in the court with Leslie Bowman, and people set up and and tighten their belt buckles. So when a when a you know a prosecutor mentions law, he doesn't have to run to the library. He can spit. He can spit it right back, and so can can Fishman. And so, um, do they bring Steve Farish as a genius? You know, so do. He's got, uh, I mean, I, I say this respectfully, and I don't know what happened, but a woman shot her husband, who was a pastor, in the back with a shotgun and killed him. Left him laying dying and went and hid for a few days. Um, but to the casual observer, she's guilty. Leslie Ballin got her, got her, got her off because... The pastor was dead, and he didn't have a voice. What's real, what's true, I don't know. Leslie, the NCAA has not seen anybody like Leslie. He will get down and sling mud with the best of them because his whole thing is to win. And um, he loves Penny. He loves that university. His dad did, Marvin. And um, they're very vested in what's going on in the city. And right now, what's best for the city is the height and the love for this basketball program. And uh, so on one hand, I see what people are saying, well, we're going to get screwed either way. Well, hell, if we're going to get screwed, let's get some W's. And now let them, if they take it from us, you can't take 2008 away from me. You know? Nope. Damn Mario Chalmers, nope. I'll hate his ass forever. But you can't take. You know that that day for some, I, I was running around. I think I went to no, I, I went to uh, I'm trying to think so the, the chicken wing place, and um, um, uh, and then on every corner there was like at Popper Highland there was hundreds of people holding up signs, and I'm like, you know, we got something going on. So I rode a road Poplar to a intersection in Germantown. Same thing, you know, and then I came back up, you hit the downtown, you know, go through South Memphis, and people are abuzz, and I'm sure crime, crime kind of was down until that bitch hit that shot, um, so, you know, what happened when game day, what happened with football, I know that uh, people, the national writers are starting to write articles about, you know, Man, leave the kid alone let him play. Um, you want to find Memphis, whatever. Will they use... Here's here, <laughs> this what I find fun. You're going to bring NCAA lawyers in here and staff and all that. And you're going in front of a Memphis judge. Do you think a Memphis, oh, any Memphis judge in this city mm -hmm. is not going to give them a, a permanent restraining order? Then it moves on to something somebody else and judge Evans, not to be disrespectful 
he's been known to damn the law. He can do what he wants to do. And he, he, he's, a, he's a friend that he's a friend of the program. So, yeah, there, there's more than one uh, judges it. Oh, man. Yeah, it, what, when, when they did it so late, Alex, you see, in the CAA, because I've dealt with them, they're a low-down institution. They're low-down people. Some, so they get some, it late. They get, yeah, it is. But what they didn't realize, Penny being Penny, called Judge Billy Kyles. We need to meet with you. Billy Kyles drove. They met in chambers. Um, I had to do the same thing when I filed a restraining order against the state of Tennessee not to take my son away from us. And we ultimately adopted him. So I know what it's all about. And thank God for Chancellor Andy, Andy Alexandratus for, for giving us that. Um, you think Billy Kyle wouldn't go do a Penny Hardaway one done? Yeah, he did it. He did it. We're all Memphians. We all love this basketball team. We're all engrossed in this basketball team. And uh, we all know what this basketball team means to the city when they're having success. So Judge Evans gives the Hell, Even the federal judges in Memphis – because there's a federal courthouse <laughs> in downtown Memphis. <laughs> are wearing blue and gray. I promise you this is not going to – they should fight this. I think it's the – I think this could be the last stand against the NCAA. This has all been coming to a head. And wouldn't it be great if Memphis was the one – go out there, have an undefeated season, win the national championship, and tell the NCAA, you know, give them two middle fingers. Right off in the sun. Yeah. Let them take it from us. They'll never take it from us. Yeah, the reality is they're losing their grip because of the incoming, you know, you get paid for your likeness, get paid for this, get paid for that. So they know they're losing. Um, you know, the kid at Ohio State repaid the damn loan. They still suspended him four games. You know, so. So yeah, let's get on with it with Wiseman. Re, you know, repay the damn $11,500. Negotiate the, you know, the the games out. I mean, because come on, where he he didn't even know about the money. This wasn't a loan to Wiseman. It went to his mother. Yes, I get that that, that under the rules, this was an illegal benefit. I get this. I understand this. But you've already cleared the kid. You've already looked at it and decided, okay, it was illegal, but it's so gray that we're gonna let it go here. We want the the top kid is not deciding to go play in Australia. He's not going to the G League. He's got no options to get drafted into the NBA and play professionally in the United States. Where else would you want him? This is what I don't understand from the NCAA. They're going to profit off of him. They're going to profit off of him. And, you know, he, here's the thing, too. Penny moved, helped him move as a sophomore in high school. Penny was not on the collegiate basketball. You know, I know some people were going to hire him as an assistant or talked about it, but it had at that point it had nothing to do with Wiseman. Um, and then financially, and some other things went on with the Memphis program and attendance. They decided to make a move. Penny wasn't ready the first time. He was ready the second time. Again, the the you know. Public opinion was the kid was going to Kentucky, although he verbalized himself, no, nah, I was going to Florida State. But um, 
so he goes. So I, I don't know so, how. And I'm not. What about Alex Lomax and and what about Alex Lomax and Malcolm Danger? Yeah, let me say this to you. We need Jaden Hardaway. Bring What's up with all these? Yeah, guys? we need we need to put out the sun. We need we need to quit bringing all that shit up. Um, Alex to be called, you know, a pre-existing relationship. But at the same time, if you're going to grant that, then he knew Wiseman before he got to Memphis. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. where yeah. this is so great that you're, you know, what happened was they realized what Memphis had. All of a sudden, Memphis didn't just have James Wiseman. They had Precious Achua and Lester Quinones and Boogie Ellis and Damian Ball, and they stacked this class, and they go out, and all of a sudden, they're the talk of the country. And they're not in. They're not in the in crowd. They're not. I don't. I don't understand. At what point, you know, we start to throw our weight, to throw our power around from, you know, the grass and the, uh, you know, the uh, the Fred Smiths and the Hides and the Ballins, and they all say, you know what, we're tired of getting pushed around. And it seems like a lot of it is even led by David Rudd, who has said, you know, who's in with all these guys, who said, look, we're gonna we're gonna be a big time program, whether you say we can or not. Yeah, let me tell you, when when the kid moved from Innsworth to Memphis, and they knew he was going east, on this end of the state, and I go to basketball games here, everybody here was, was quote-unquote, bitching about it. Um, you know, and everybody, you know, the, the consensus was, well, Penny bought him or, you know, whatever, and I'm listening to it. Kids in the 10th grade, I mean... I think basketball-wise, he did a great job. The kid is intelligent, he's articulate, speaks two different languages. Hell, I can't do that. I, I know about 10 Spanish words, so they get people to work for me. I can take them out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, so this, this started, people started complaining when the move was made. First to the TSSAA, people in his work have not let it go. Um, but again, to their credit, Penny and the University of Memphis was, you know, they were clear of, hey, yeah, Penny did this. Now, again, this is just key talking. If you're going to do something like that, I would have done it through a third party and kept Penny's name out of it. But what do I know? You know, um... I mean, we're talking about $100,000. Who was paying for that? I mean, well, that's the flip side. He wasn't paying to go to Innsworth, kiss my ass, okay? No, he was not. And so, um, look, I'm going to tell you something. You start pointing fingers, that's not pointing back at yourself, so you got to be real careful. And on one hand, it's refreshing that Penny said, yeah, I help him move. On the other hand, I wish that some people around him who I will not name had had done what they should have done maybe to protect him, but who had the foresight to see at that point he was going to be the Memphis coach because Tubby had his contract, a lot of money. Nobody knew they were going to make a move. Um, That's it. It was just all for shoes and, and grassroots back then. I mean, he moved him to Memphis to play for Team Penny. Yeah, let me tell you something. I, mean, that, I, yeah. I, I had, I had, I had the program before Penny had it, 
long time. I had an Adidas program, a Reebok program. I mean, if you if you want to be just clear clear about it, everything I did with them guys was illegal. But the NCAA will not go after a shoe company. So I, I paid kids. I put money in their pocket to travel. I gave them Buku gear. I put parents on my bench so that I could pay for their hotel rooms and their travel. Not just me, but everybody around the country. It replicates itself. So. So it was all, me and Gary have talked about it. The whole summer basketball scene, as we know now, is is outlawish. It was very outlawish. I was, I was good at it. But how the conversation came up, I have no idea. How the idea came up, I have no idea. I think the mom wanted the kid, realizing at that point, he was academically stable, but that private school league is not good basketball. You know, hell, Marcus all weighed 340 pounds, and they damn made it to a state championship game. So he wasn't being challenged. And I think they made the move thinking at the time he had a chance, if he developed and did the right thing, to be a pro. I watched the jump, not not the dunks, not the dunks. That kid shot two fadeaways the other day, which were pro moves. He got separation, he stepped back, he knocked the shot down. You know, and there's a friend of mine who works for one of the NBA teams on the West Coast, and I was talking to him. He's like, Keith, so be it. Bad, man. He's, he's, he is bad. And he's just Maybe. scratching the surface, you know, so I don't know. That's I, again, incredible this, about this, it. This is, this, yeah, this is Keith's take on it. Judge Evans is going to give him a restraining order. The kid will keep playing. He'll play at Oregon. Probably fly up here with Penny on a private plane. And <laughs> as he should. Then we'll and as thank you. And then we'll see what course of action NCAA takes. Um, I've been led to believe from talking to you know national writers around the country that they're going to try to get it. And I think Leslie and Fisherman know they'll try to get it into federal court now. You get in the federal court that stays in the West Tennessee jurisdiction, then I think that the SOL. Yep. I think yep. they're SOL. They I think. And Alex, you've been to court. I've been to court. You go in. Let's say they file it. Then we get the restraining on the 18th and on the 25th, the final week, they file something in federal court. So you got all this time. Things go on. They'll reset it for months. Well, hell, that takes us a damn near the end of the basketball season. Then you go in and say, we need more time to, you know, go through the NCAA notes, go through this, go through that. Well, hell, by that, by that time, he's walking across the stage, the number one NBA draft pick. Now, the gamble is... Hopefully he's paying for the Grizzlies by that time. I, I know, right? The, <laughs> the gamble is what will the NCAA try to do to Memphis? So, um... And there, there is a gambling. So, uh, they've done it every time. Every time that Memphis has had a Final Four I, I, run, I don't think, I don't the think NCAA I, has I come try. back and found some bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I mean, Dana's was real. Um, I thought the one. I'm not saying it's not real. Good. I'm calling it bullshit <laughs> because it, it, it's no different than what everybody else is doing.
Kansas, Arizona, LSU, Texas. Look, they got Kentucky, my friend Will Wade on wiretap, and they haven't fucked with him yet because he logged I mean, it up. I mean, you know, it's, it's, Bill look, and we'll, Silvio didn't play last year. They know he got paid. He's playing now. I mean, Penny again. I mean, Kenton High School. Penny's a high school AAU coach. He helps the family move. Big deal. If, you know. So what? I took a kid home, Alex. True story. I took a kid home. He played in the whack. The first night, the, the house was dark, and I'm like, I didn't think nothing of it, you know. And I got shit. I got to work. I'm trying to practice basketball, and I got a family. I take him home the second night, and I'm like, hey, bro, what's up with the power? And he breaks down. His mom had died. True story. His mom had died. He had three younger siblings. And he made a choice as a high school junior to keep them together and stay in this house, small home, to keep his siblings together. And they would do homework at night by flashlight. I called whatever you want to call this guy. I don't give a shit. I called a Memphis booster. I said, hey, man. And the kid wouldn't go play in Memphis. I said, I'm taking this kid home at night. He ain't got no power. His mom has died. He ain't got no help. He said, give me this information, address, whatever, whatever. He said, I'll go through MLGW. I'll pay the power bill every month. So the kid signed up for food stamps. I got a Tiger basketball booster paying his power bill. What the hell is wrong with that? You tell me. You tell me. I'm trying to. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. And especially in a in a sport where so many of the the athletes are coming from backgrounds that are not privileged. I mean, they're the ones that need that more than the the you know the genius coder that's going to work for Google at eighteen who probably grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> you know, in a in a five hundred thousand dollar house. And then you know, <laughs> nobody's saying that kid did anything wrong. But here you are yeah, in an he, industry. He, you have turned college basketball and college football into an industry. So right. it's, now it's had 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 um, had Wiseman left after his junior year, and then Penny helped him move. But that's not what happens. You can chronicle this stuff. So so I don't know. Number one, look, I'm a Tiger fan. I want the kid to play. I need him to play. Contrary to what an idiot on on Twitter says, and um. I am so glad they're fighting me. I'm just tickled that we got balls. We're going to fight it. You know what? My brother, a guy told him one day, he said, man, I'm about to beat your ass. My brother said, it's okay. I'm going to get my blows in. And the guy kind of backed up like, oh, shit, that might hurt. And so he left him alone. So we're telling the NCAA, okay, you, you might whip our ass. We're going to get our blow, blows in, and we're going to expose you for what you are. They have not seen anybody like Leslie Battle. No, they sure haven't. And, and every night that he plays, they're going to have a split screen with James Wiseman and all the talking heads will be talking about James Wiseman over the overlay of the game. I mean, it's going to be – they're going to make a mess of themselves by just not well, coming out and saying, you know Monday, what, we called this good in May. We'll let him play. Yeah, starting Monday, Jalen Rose, um, Stephen A. Smith, all the talking heads, are going to be squarely in uh, Wiseman's corner. 
Greg Doyle wrote an article today for the Indianapolis Star. He's in the same city with the NCAA, telling, basically telling NCAA, man, leave the kid alone. Leave him alone. You, I mean, it don't make no sense. And here's what don't make sense to me. They're about to claim they're nonprofit. That's bullshit. They are going to make so much money off of the Memphis basketball team, because especially now, because it's must-see TV. So when they travel, arenas are sold out. When they show, and, and we got a lot of good national games on ESPN, ESPNU. So when they play those, the ratings are going to be great. And so I, again, some people theorize that this was done to be able to negotiate with the NCAA and and reach a compromise. But I know this for a fact from people that I've talked to. If not, they're prepared to punch the NCAA in the nose and tell them, F you. We, even, if, even if after the restraining order is granted and there's a law, we're not going to walk away from it. Right. Appeal. Keep playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can, because then, he, Jay Billis is on. Yeah, Jay Billis is on national TV. He said, you know, I've seen the clip a thousand times. Oh, they're going to go into federal court and they're going to get a restraining <laughs> The NCAA, all they've done is said that this kid might be ineligible. He might not, you know, he, he might not be able to play. So you're Look, risking it by playing Dick, him. And then they're going to go get an Vitalis. order. Yeah. As hypocritical as Dick Vitale is, he's on Wiseman size. And I like Bob, I like Jay, but and he, he's a lawyer, and I get all that bullshit. He's a damn talking head, too. But nobody knows. Look, man, you go, you go before a court. I sat on juries and found a guy innocent. I'm sure he he was the most evil-looking individual I've seen in my life. But they couldn't prove what he they said he did. He did. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know what you're going to get. Are you going before a judge? Are you going before a jury? There's a whole lot of things in this. What I'm telling you is they're going to fight this tooth and nail. They're not going to pay any attorney fees and. I just don't know. <laughs> I love Leslie Bowman to death, man. I, don't, I just don't know if they're ready for the ruthlessness that he will bring to the table. <laughs> I love it. I'm ready for it. This is a good good show. We'll put this one in the bag. We'll get it live, Keith, and then I know you've got some people you want to talk to more about it next week, Sonny and some others. Yeah, I think, I think the right guy to talk to is Sonny Vaccaro, get his take on it. Uh, Adam Zagori out of New York, who does everything from a recruiting service. He covered the, uh, you know, the scandal in New York when they had the trial for the Jim Gatto and the Adidas people and all those guys. So I've got them lined up. You and I will set that up, man. I appreciate you so much. And, you know, it's a hurting time right now, but it's a good time because I see the people backing Penny and the University of Memphis. There are some people on Twitter. You know what? Some people don't have the heart for the fight. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, 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 I've always been a guy that had to fight. And but some people on Twitter, they're like, "Oh, it's gloom and doom, and it's over with." And man, that's bullshit, man. Let's fight this. Let's fight this, and let's make maybe Memphis is the program, given the backing that we have that'll punch the NCAA in the nose and make them back up. Man, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I was, you know, the moment it came out, well, I mean, nothing. And when I saw, I mean, we already lost it. And when I saw the headline, I was just like, depression, man. Like, I just wanted to find a bottle of whiskey and get drunk. 
and just drown myself. And then the next thing I know, oh, you know, Wiseman's headed to the forum and Penny's Sprinter van. You know, they got an injunction and he's playing. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. But they were ready. Look, they were not ready for that. They did that strategically for two reasons. Because it had done it Thursday, Friday. What is the show? Uh, Get up and. You know, Mike and Golick and Golick and whoever, whatever, and, you know, you segue into Stephen A., you segue into all these. Every day they would have grinded on the NCAA. They were hoping they could hit. They didn't know they were going to get a restraining order. And But Monday, this is going to start all over. And I don't think anybody other than Jay is going to be maybe positive about the NCAA. And I think in time, because of his peers, he'll have to take a step back. We'll see. All I'm saying to you, I'm a Memphis fan. I'm a Tiger fan. I'm glad that they're fighting it. I'm glad they're fighting it. I have no fear. You know, what's done is done. So so we'll see. Do they want to continue to look so childish and arbitrary, meaning the NCAA? I don't know, but they, they've done it before. You know, I mean, look, Alex, I met, Gary snuck a woman into town. I don't want to tell you the player. When Josh was here, they were in, and they were investigating the fact that once this player moved here from out of town, that this guy was given a fake job, an apartment was paid for, and you know. So we met in um, Overton Square, you know, and. Um, so we talked, you know, I knew some things and I didn't, I certainly didn't roll on the program, but we talked, you know, and she said, well, I'm taking my binoculars and I'm looking for this guy, you know, and if he's there in a certain area, whatever, we're going to, we're going to dig into it. Now her husband is the one who got on the plane one night running his mouth about his wife being an NCAA investigator and all these things are going to happen. They subsequently fired her. So they certainly, their hands are not clean. Their hands are not clean, and um, I hope cooler heads prevail where maybe they say, hey, Memphis, you know what? Let's suspend the kid. Hell, I would take a five-game suspension, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, um, I would position it where, and there's going to be a fight going on, especially at the restraining order. I would position it where, he takes the five games after the Tennessee game. That's that's my take on it. So, hey, look, bro, we're gonna get Sonny. Well, get how about next year? How about five games next year? Yeah, like Tom Brady. They're good. They're gonna win some games without him. They yeah, I know. Squad, and they're gonna be a good team without him. But you know what? We're gonna be better with him. It's better for college basketball oh. for him to play. The kid from Ohio State ought to be playing. Um, Agreed. Sometimes common sense Agreed. is better than some other sense, you know. Uh, look, man, I appreciate you. We'll, we, right. we obviously got work to do. We'll have a couple of good shows next week, and we'll go from there. All right, we'll be back soon. Keith, Keith Easterwood and Sonny Vaccaro. <laughs> <laughs>